This is Ashley Kalsh, and you are listening to Life Coaching for Modern Renegades, episode number 77. Welcome to Modern Renegades Podcast. This is a life coaching podcast for the person who wants to learn how to lose themselves in the moment, not life circumstances. Each week, we will explore mental and spiritual practices that will inspire you to ask, seek, and heal. They are for the modern renegade. They are for you. What is shaking, renegades? How are you today? I was giving you time to respond. (laughs) I wanted to rant a little bit today about something that I'm finding endlessly fascinating, both personally and outwardly amongst the humans. There's this thing that we have. It's a lack of this thing, actually, called communication. And this difference between my words and their meaning and your words and what you mean and how we have such a difficult time using the words and explaining what we mean. Communication, when not properly used, can drive two people apart. Communication, when being withheld, can have two people showing up with totally two different ideas. Communication, when not expressed, can result in people performing non-consensually. There's an endless list of outcomes that result in someone not being able to communicate their wants, desires, or truth. But I think the definitive result, regardless, ends up being disconnect. Disconnect from yourself and from the others involved. I listened to people talk about what they wanted and assumed that the other person should have just known and complain about being annoyed and angry or frustrated. I listened to people talk about being in situations where they felt compromised, but didn't or continue not to communicate that with the other person. If we could just be straight with ourselves and others and stop speaking in vagaries, Wow, I wonder what might happen if we just stopped talking in metaphors and, you know, used the words and said what we mean. We waste so much time and energy dancing, as one person put it, in the most positive way I think he was trying to express. This is the dance, Ashley. This is what you do when you're dating. And you just kind of go back and forth about what you're trying to say and not really say it. It's fun, right? No, it's not not to me. Maybe I'm getting old. Maybe I'm over the dating game. Maybe I just want people to stop wasting my time. I constantly find myself asking, why don't you just say the words? Like, what is it you want? What are you trying to tell me? What is on your mind? I ask other people, why didn't you just say what you were thinking, how you were feeling, what was on your mind? I'm afraid I'll hurt his feelings. What if she rejects me? Seriously, you guys, this is where that goes. We spin and we spin and we spin and we have the conversations with ourselves and we can't actually solve for anything unless the other person is involved. And this is sort of what they call, it's not sort of, this is emotional childhood. It's emotional childhood as opposed to being an emotional adult where, yes, this is uncomfortable. We may or may not get what we want, or we might ask for something and someone might say no, we might feel rejected, but this is what it means to be an emotional adult. 
we can handle these things, but we're so afraid. One man was telling me how annoying it is that girls end up in his bed not wanting to hook up. I asked him how they got there, these girls. How do you get these girls in bed? And you know what he said, you guys, you ladies, you men's, you, you everybody's, you humans. You know what he said to me? I tell them I'm tired, and then I ask them if they want to lay down. <laughs> it's like, wait, what? You're annoyed when you tell girls you're tired and invite them to lay down with you, and then they lay there and fall asleep next to you. And he's like, yes, Ashley, it actually makes me kind of angry. They know why I've asked them to bed. They know what that means. And he's so insistent that they know that that's what that means, that they're supposed to, that let's, I'm tired. I want to lay down. Do you want to come? Means let's hook up, ladies. I asked him how they should know when he says, I'm tired, let's lay down, that that means sex. Like, tell me what I'm missing here. And he was like, he got frustrated. What am I supposed to say? Like, just say it? Am I just supposed to say, like, let's go upstairs? I feel like fucking around. Which obviously I'm like, it's a really good start. Let's, you know, we can work with some words here. Let's, you want to make it more colorful, more interesting? I don't know. What, what, what if we just started with saying, I feel like laying in bed and fooling around. Would you like to join me? And he was like, I can't do that. What if she says no? And I was like, bingo, <laughs> bingo. What happens if she says no? I would feel rejected. Yes. So here we are. And rather than feeling what it might be like to experience being rejected, which I don't even know that you've ever experienced it because you've never actually said to these girls, this is what I want to do. You instead say, I'm tired. Let's go take a nap. And then when they're laying there, you're fuming and angry because they should have known. They should have known. The trade-off here is ours, right? It's ours. A quick do you want to go lay down and fool around and fuck around and do this and do that? Oh, you don't? Fuck, that sucks. Okay, well, I'm going to go to bed. That conversation is minutes compared to the hours of laying next to someone frustrated and mad. Mad. I haven't actually ever thought about it that way. They don't want to hear it. They don't want me to ask them to come upstairs like that. They know what it means. Not everyone's like you, Ashley. Not everyone wants to just put it all out there. You know, and what's worse about this entire thing is that we actually do live in a world where a man says, I'm tired, and she knows what that means, which means we're going to have sex. And that's just assumed. Well, of course, that's what he meant. What else does she think he meant? I mean, whatever. You can say all this to me all day long. We know what it means, apparently, because the world has all agreed on that, right? Well, it doesn't mean that for me. If I say I'm tired and I'm going to lie down... You can fucking bet that's what that is. And if you're mad and frustrated because that's what I'm doing when I said that's what I was going to do, you know what? Joke's on you. Joke's on you. But, you know, he said it and I hear it a lot. You can't just say all this shit, Ashley. Like, like for example, if I invite a girl over for dinner, then she has to know it's sex. I shouldn't have to say dinner and sex. I'm like, does she? Like, how? Because... That's what dinner means? Like, you really think if you invite a woman over that she's going to know because, oh, and you picked up her favorite wine. Wow. Okay. 
if someone is inviting me over to have sex, I'm telling you guys, I'm telling you right now, I know that's what's happening. Obviously, no one's inviting me over for sex right now because I'm only two weeks into my 90 days and I'm loving every minute of it. But there was a time when this was me and it was, I knew exactly what was happening with dinner and sex. You know how I knew? Because it was in the messages or in the conversation. We like talked about it. It wasn't ever, hey, do you want to come over for dinner? Yeah. Dinner and what? Like, I will put that out there. I put it out there. And he, my friend, is pushing back. He's like, do you really mean to tell me that's what you want to hear? That is so unromantic and not smooth. Hey, Ashley, want to have dinner and sex tonight? And I'm laughing because basically, yes, I know before I go. You want to know what's not romantic, what's super unromantic and not smooth is being invited over for dinner and then starting to question what is happening? Is he coming on to me? But wait, I thought, and then you start to feel this immense pressure and confusion. And you're not able to enjoy the moment and the person and connected. You want to talk about doing a dance? Is someone trying to have sex with someone who doesn't know that they're there to have sex? That's a pretty fucking awkward moment. And these things are happening all the time because no one wants to say, here's what I would like to do. Are you in? And listen, I'm not saying it's not possible, you know, to just see if things go there. You guys can do that. But why not just get the other person in on the plan? Like not just assume or expect or throw it on them. Because the truth is now it's super awkward for everybody. You're not feeling cool and smooth and romantic because you don't know if she's in on it. You feel fucking awkward. And you're both like, what is happening what is happening? And you're so consumed by, is she going to be into it? Are we going to do this? At what point should I try? That you're, you're in your head. You're not connecting and enjoying whatever wine and dinner that you put together. You know, and honestly, it's kind of lazy. Like as single people, these are lazy attempts to get laid. Like use your words, risk being told no, feeling rejected. You will not die. And what's great is you will not waste your time or her time or an evening or a night or lose sleep. And what's greater about like the next part is then you will find the person who does want to have dinner and sex. One says no, you just ask again. We'll get there. So then there's this other person. This guy's like on first date, it's talking about kissing. He's like, you know, I feel it out. It's like a little vibe check. See if it feels right. And if it seems right, I just go in for it. I was like, I'm kind of curious. Do you ever ask her if you can kiss her or do you just decide and do that? Right away, he says, the feminine wants to feel your force, feel our force, feel the masculine force. She doesn't want to be asked. That's not manly. I was like, force, huh? He's like, well, not force, but you know what I mean. The feminine wants a man who takes what he wants. It's hot. The feminine, she, the feminine gender norms go with me. She, she's attracted to that. You know what I think's hot, renegades? A man, the masculine man, the masculine energy who has the courage to ask for what he wants, to ask me what I want if I'm into what he's offering. I find the masculine building trust with me 
really dials up my turn on the masculine who can communicate what he wants. But when you say to the feminine, she should want the masculine to take her, I want to offer that maybe you consider what that really means for her to her. Is it consensual? And how would you know? How would you know unless you asked? You can't. It would require you communicating. There's this little misconception going on, I believe. I don't know a ton about it, but I'm pretty sure I'm onto something here as someone who's 40-some years old, bridging the gap between dating worlds and consent and communication. The masculine approach that the masculine should take and not ask, this approach is very 1950s. It does not include modern-day updates such as consent. It doesn't. I believe the masculine approach of taking her after you've had several dates and you both know what the other is into and have established some form of knowing and boundaries through communication, that's one thing. That's separate from this. I can count on one hand how many men have asked to kiss me. I want you to think about that. When I've reflected upon some of these moments in my history and saw myself and him, I can tell you there have been a lot of first and second kisses that, yes, they were very spontaneous, but did not feel sexy, fun, or romantic. It was more of a state of shock, a mental, oh, this is happening, okay. And not all of them were that, and I was certainly into a lot of them. I won't deny that. And I know you're thinking, but there's so many cues leading up to these moments. Of course she knows. How could you not know? Guess what? She doesn't always know. I'll admit, again, this age and generation of mine, you know, consent is a bit new for some of us. For me, what I was raised to know about sex and being a girl is basically the opposite of what everyone is being taught now. I will also admit up until the last few years, the idea of a man asking to kiss me did seem too not spontaneous. I would have agreed how unromantic to stop and talk it all out. Hmm. But the more time I spent realizing how many men have just inserted their tongues down my throat or asked me to dinner to fuck me, and then my reaction was to freeze and stay and allow, the more I realized how awful, how awful that felt. It is the opposite of sexy and romantic, I can assure you. Most women in these situations are not able to say, oh, were you thinking more? Oh, I don't want, you know what? I'm not really interested in that tonight. The likelihood of her being able to use her voice and advocate on her behalf, if she's not skilled in it, will be nearly impossible. You must understand, women have been conditioned for this for thousands of years. We are just now being told that we have a say. And I am super fucking serious when I tell you there is a large chance that when you grab her and kiss her and she's not prepared for that, that she is in her nervous system, a state of flight or freeze. We are in a time where women know, and if they don't know, they need to know. They have a say, and we need to educate the men on how to communicate and use their words with us. And more than that, we need men educating men on it. I've spent the last two decades being a woman thinking, oh my God, how did I get here? 
not knowing that this is what that invite meant and thinking it's too late now. The courage that is required for me to walk out of a room or a party, it was too much and I couldn't. And so instead I would swap out that terrible feeling for the emotions of what was required to stay so that I didn't make somebody mad, hurt, or embarrass both of us. And I will not do that anymore. Before I put my brain or body in a place of discomfort, meaning even the discomfort of thinking about and spinning out about the unknowns, renegades, I communicate and ask questions, so many questions. Call it annoying, unsexy, no element of surprise, call it whatever you'd like. I refuse to do that to myself anymore. I don't have to. Sexy is having the courage to ask me and risk hearing no. Masculine is letting the feminine surrender and holding space for her to feel and flow, not take or force. The masculine earns her trust and shows the strength to hold space for her deeply emotional feeling states. The masculine worships her and satisfies her like it's nutrients to his soul. The masculine doesn't have to ask the feminine once they've reached this space of knowing and trust. They've communicated, consented. There is a shared and mutual agreement. She will receive him and all the pleasure because she is open to it. When I know I can trust my partner, I can completely surrender. And that's where the magic happens for both of us. This starts with building rapport through communication and consent. What if getting consent was sexy? You asking and making sure I feel safe and heard and held. What if that is romantic? What if that is the requirement? How would you go about asking someone to dinner or for sex? Would you be willing to communicate and go through the process? Or does your brain think, that sounds like a lot of work for a booty call or someone I barely know? Yeah, I get it. That's exactly what that is. And listen, this isn't just about the guys here. As women, we have to take responsibility here too. This means we have to know our boundaries and honor those. How do we stop finding ourselves in uncomfortable situations? Staying because we're too nervous to say, I want to go home. My advice to all of you out there, all of you women, is to know, like, you do your absolute best to communicate and advocate for yourself. Know as much as possible beforehand. Ask questions. If a man is inviting you to dinner and you think it might mean sex and you're not interested in that, you might consider establishing that before you go. But what if that's not what he's thinking? You'd be mortified. Maybe. But you'll also not be spending valuable brain energy spinning out in stress, wondering, is that going to happen or not? Or find yourself having sex with someone you don't want to. Risk mortified, renegade. You could respond with something like, oh my God, you didn't want to have sex with, I'd, I'm sorry, when you said dinner, I just wanted to make sure. I'm, I'm a little sh shocked. No one's ever not wanted to have sex with me. This is really wild. You're inviting me over just to have dinner. Let me just sit here for a second. This has never happened. Wow, what a feeling. And just laugh at yourself. Listen, you might never fucking hear from him after that. I don't know what to tell you. But at least just laugh at yourself and be in your truth and your integrity, right? Or you could be like, oh, you don't? Amazing. Great. We're on the same page. What can I bring? We're so afraid of what's on the other side of our truth or find it too scary to speak. You have to realize the courage Courage is not a good feeling. Everyone talks about like, oh, be brave, have courage. Like it's just so easy to access. Courage is what it's required on the front line of battle. That's what courage is. 
when you're feeling that uncomfortable to speak your truth, you just know, oh yeah, no, that's, yep, makes sense. Not used to this. This is, this is the courage feeling, not enjoying that. That's where you develop the capacity, my friends. This is where you develop confidence. You learn how to communicate. You say the words, you feel terrible during it. And then on the other side, you find out I didn't die. I felt scared, rejected, vulnerable, and I did not die. Yes, he might not want to talk to you ever again. Or he might be like, damn, bitch, that was solid. I like that. But in my opinion, the losses, by the way, are never losses. They're not the ones, and that is it. Rather than pushing those feelings away and resisting them, we let them be there and inquire what is going on within. What is coming up for me? Why am I having a hard time voicing this? What do I think is going to happen? What would it be costing me not to communicate? Inquire, seek, reveal. This is the practice that keeps you connected to you. The people who don't like you speaking your truth can dip. This is where you start getting your back. Again, confidence. You realize that speaking your truth means losing people who don't get you. And you just start getting you more. I can't tell you how good that feels. That you don't need to do or be someone you're not just to keep people around. And you get to spend your time doing what you want with people who are on the same page. This goes for everybody, not just the female, but the men. I will tell you, I've communicated some very difficult words to people. And the ones who respected me and honored who and how I want to be in relationship and in this world worked with me through those experiences. Hard conversations, breaking down together and building back up stronger. And those relationships don't always result in together forever, but mutual respect, friendship, all of that. This is the shit I'm talking about right here. Like, I want to go deep with people. I want you to go deep. I want you to want that. You can stay in the shallow end, but you're not going to grow there, renegades. When you play small, you stay small. I want you to feel the discomfort of saying no or yes and celebrate standing up for yourself or asking for the things. I want you to learn to ask a woman if she wants to make love with you, to you. If you could take her upstairs and satisfy her until you fall asleep. I want you to tell him I'd love to have you over for dinner and sex and I would prefer sex before we eat. I want you to spend all your energy asking for and saying what you want and hearing no until you don't care anymore. That hearing the no is the best news because now you both know what it is and what it's not. Practice saying your words. Practice asking them to tell you everything, what they mean exactly. And tell them, what do you have to lose? Trust that you can experience the uncomfortable emotions that come with communicating and honor yourself. That renegades. That's the experience we want. All right, until next week, I love you. Hey, Renegades, if you're finding the tools and concepts I'm sharing each week about your brain on dating, you won't want to miss out on working with me one-on-one. I've just launched my program, Wake Up Before Another Breakup, and in just eight weeks, you won't question if you can trust yourself to date or why you can't find the one. Head on over to modernrenegades.com forward slash programs to learn more about it and how you can work with me. Let's learn how to lose ourselves in the moment. Not the man.